Guys, can you believe it? Like this year is almost over. 2022 is like two weeks away from being completely done. Christmas is right around the corner, New Year's, everything else. And so in today's episode, I'm gonna be talking about my biggest lessons and takeaways from the past year and how you can apply them in your business moving forward and the things I'm looking forward to most and where I, th where I see things going. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Beauty Brand Launchpad. I'm your host, Mark Kaiser, AKA Mr. Mags, and here we're diving deep with tangible tips, tricks, and mindsets to take your beauty business to the next level so you can stop trading your time for money and start building your future. Because I truly believe that once you've equipped yourself with the knowledge of what's possible for your beauty brand and the steps of how to get there, it's just a matter of finding the path that best aligns with you. So come join me as we go through this journey together and have this be the launchpad for the beauty business of your dreams. Christmas is this weekend. I, I'm still, that's still mind blowing to me because it feels like it should still be summer or it should still be a, you know, close to Halloween. My birthday is actually on Christmas Eve, December 24th. Yeah, I know that sounds amazing, but it's actually kind of crappy, but that's besides the point. So if you want to wish me happy birthday, freaking do it. <laughs> um, just kidding. You don't have to, but I would appreciate it. Please do. I'm desperate. I'm back and forth. Who knows what I'm feeling right now? You guys are awesome. Let's jump into it. So 2022 has just wrapped. And I don't know what that intro was, but it's okay. <laughs> We're going to keep going with it. You know, I'm apparently I'm in a good mood. Uh, but 2022 has basically wrapped up. And man, this year has been a, a year of lessons, a year of takeaways, a year of trying things out, testing, tweaking, moving forward. And I want to share with you what I've taken away from this year. And it might feel like a journal entry for you guys. You might you might feel like you're kind of just a fly on the wall and you're listening to my thoughts and feelings as I'm writing into my journal. But hopefully it won't just be some, some weird experience for you, but you can actually take some of these lessons and apply them in your own business. But also I, I truly believe that being authentic, being transparent and showing up and being real is so empowering for you and it gives you a true taste of what this journey is like. Because on social media, people are just giving you the highlights. They're giving you the fluffy bits. And I wanna be real and I wanna be authentic. And if you followed me on Instagram a few weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, I probably should say, is that I, I jumped on my stories and I'm like, hey, I'm gonna show up more authentically. That's my goal moving forward is I'm gonna show up consistently, I'm gonna show up authentically, and I'm gonna serve you guys. Like I wanna build that true connection. I wanna be social. I wanna be social on this media and not just, you know, I don't know, it's, it's so easy to just see people as like a following number, right? But I wanna build true connection and that's kind of my goal moving into this next thing. I wanna do it here with the podcast as well. And so, yes, this may feel like a journal entry, but hopefully, again, you're gonna get some takeaways and you can get some insights and, and things moving forward. And so the first thing, I, I made just a couple bullet notes, so I'm all, I don't know how I'm gonna how much time I'm gonna spend on each bullet point, but I'll expound where I feel like I need to. And if things pop up, they pop up. I'm just gonna have this just be kind of raw and authentic like this podcast is in so many different ways. It's definitely not the most polished. You can tell by how many times I'm saying and so and things like that. <laughs> if you've picked up on my on my messaging quirks and uh ticks, <laughs> you'll notice you'll notice those things. I definitely have because I edit my own podcasts, but besides the point. So yeah, I'm just gonna go through these bullet points and and I'll expand where I feel like it's necessary. And so the first thing that I have written down is that just because you change your environment doesn't mean you will change. This was a big one for me. And we kind of have to take this into 
because it was a lesson that I learned in the first part of the year. Um, because just go back into 2021, we moved from Salt Lake City. We had a great place. I loved our our townhouse that we had. Uh, it was just it was great. But for Maggie, she was I think she was feeling this inner calling to do something different. Her family was in Southern Utah, and I think deep down she wanted to be closer to family. And she was she kind of had this plan in her head, and we had talked about it before that you know she wanted to build a house down there and create a family and things like that. And and she was also transitioning out of her uh, out of the online space. Like in her mind, she was kind of over it. It had always been my thing. I've talked about this several times on the podcast. Um, it had always been my thing and she was kind of ready for something new. And she just didn't really have the heart to tell me at, at this time. But it's almost like she tells me this, that she's like, I feel like I almost manifested us moving to St. George because I wasn't ready to move to Southern Utah. She was. But then things kind of got hard financially and we were almost in a position that we had to. And so luckily we had tons of equity in our house, um, in our townhouse, like the market was good. And so we were able to make a profit, use that money and transition down south. And uh, we were planning on building and buying a different house down there and starting a new life and different things like that. The market got crazy in Southern Utah. We had tons of people coming in from California like the, the timing just doesn't, wasn't right. You could tell the stars weren't aligned. And so we ended up not building. We stayed in an apartment. It was cramped. We obviously didn't, we didn't want to be there for that long just because it, it was hard with two big dogs being on the fourth floor. Like it was kind of a nightmare and it was kind of a nightmare because Maggie was going through her transition as well. She started doing like a yoga teacher, uh, a yoga teacher training and it, this was amazing for her. I'm so glad she went through this process because she really figured out herself and how to deal with, you know, she's got a lot of energy. She's fiery. She's an Aries. She has like straight fire in her signs, in her astrological signs. And so this taught her how to use that energy and like be at peace, which is really carried forward for us, which was amazing. And she came to the realization one day finally, like, hey, I need to be done with the online thing. Like, I'm so sorry. I know you've put a, so much work and so much time and effort but to me, it was just like a time to stand up and to start showing up and start being the leader. And that sounds great. And it sounds like it's you know part of a movie and everything's like working out perfectly according to the plan. But it was full of ups and downs and trials and like figuring myself out. It was doing a lot of shadow work too. I started meditating and, you know, connecting with my inner child and like trying to heal those traumas. And that's a whole different thing. And it was it was a lot of hardship, but a lot of growth and learning too. And so that was like 2021 and it was, it was rough. I was honestly, that was easily the worst year of my life. Like it, it doesn't even compare, uh, like, and I'm sure a lot of you can relate with this as well as like, it was just a year of change. A lot of things were going on and you know, like our income drastically got cut by a big margin because we were really reliant on these online courses and Maggie had made a, a name for herself with her courses. And so like to, to basically turn that hose off was like, we felt it and it affected our relationship in a lot of ways, but, but in a way, like we grew stronger, like we, we, we didn't spend a ton of time together that year. One, because I was kind of miserable to be around. Like Maggie will be the first one to admit it. <laughs> but also too, like she was doing her yoga teacher training. And so sometimes she was there all day and I wouldn't see her till 10 30 11 p.m at night so it's just me and these dogs they're driving me insane I love them so much but at the same time it's hard in an apartment they're cramped up didn't really have a space for them to run around with them like interacting with other people and so like I was constantly on edge it felt like even just to take them out to the bathroom was like a whole thing 
And so like, I'm so glad we're past that, that phase, but we finally decided one, we're too close to family. Like my whole family was basically down there. Her, basically her whole family was down there as well. It was too close for comfort and that led to friction as well. And so we're like, we do better when we're away from family. Like we love our family, but a little distance is always good. And so we're like, let's move to Texas. She, uh, Maggie had one sister there. We visited a few times. We're like, yep, let's go to the Dallas Fort Worth area. Let's move there. It'll be great. It'd be a good change for us. Like as comfortable as it would be for me to go back to Salt Lake City where all our fam, uh, well, all of our friends were, we were established there. Like Maggie would have a place to work. It'd be easier for her to pick up her clientele. Like we knew that if we wanted to do something different, if we wanted true growth, we had to do something completely out of our comfort zone. And it was a hard decision. Maggie kind of left it up to me, but I just knew deep down, like Salt Lake would be easy. It would have been comfortable, but comfortable keeps you in the same spot, right? Like your environment does matter to that extent. Like if you're around these people that aren't necessarily pushing you to grow and level up, like my friends are great. I'm not saying they're bad. They're awesome, but they're, they're on different paths. You know, they're working their nine to five. I'm, Maggie and I, we're, we're doing our own business. Like the, we're out of our friend group, we're the only ones who are doing that. And so, and so by going back up there, it would have been fun. We would have had a social group, but it just wouldn't, we wouldn't have grown. And so we moved to Fort Worth. We met some amazing people through Maggie's sister. Like the people here are incredible. Like people say, they talk about Southern hospitality, but like, it's a real thing. Like I'm, they're genuinely nice people. They're not just nice. They're, they're genuinely nice. Like they mean it from, from their hearts. Like everyone is so friendly like, it's really hard to explain. You just really have to experience it. And so it's been great. But the first few months I, I just assumed, Hey, we moved to Texas. Things change. I changed my environment. I'm going to start feeling better. I'm going to start acting better. That is not the case. And I learned that like, I was still like 2021. I'd randomly get these weird sick spells where like, I would just get violently cold and hot and shake and and like my body would ache and we just couldn't figure it out. And I know it's just emotional bull crap that I was going through and that carried over into 2023 and it was freaking Maggie out. And I'm like, I gotta, I gotta change what's going on inside of my head. I gotta change the dialogue, the emotional thing. And I just remember one day I was walking, there's a river by on the back end of our apartment. It's beautiful. And there's like a little trail that people will bike and walk. And I'm like, I'm going to take the dogs on a walk. And I, you know, popped in the headphones, started listening to it. And of course, you know, they, we, <laughs> we didn't keep up with our leash training with the dogs. Like they used to be so good, but you know, being in an apartment and whatever else, like we just didn't, we didn't prioritize it. And they were just being especially bad that day. And I was frustrated to begin with. It was kind of cold. I was just over it. I'm just like, Ugh, I can't handle this. Luckily, Maggie was on her way home. I'm like, so I called her up. I'm like, I need you to pick up these dogs. And I, I just need a moment to myself. And this felt like kind of like a tipping point. And I was just sitting there just reflecting. Like they had a little little park bench where you could overlook the water. And I was just looking over the water and I could just feel like I needed to change. It wasn't like this like declaration, like I'm gonna change. It was almost like if I keep going the way I'm going, then I'm just gonna repeat last year. And I don't wanna do that. And so I decided that I'm just gonna start, I'm just gonna focus on me. I took time off. I stopped focusing on my business altogether. I stopped posting the podcast you probably noticed if you followed for any amount of time i stopped really posting a social media i stopped even getting on my computer there was a two to three week span where i never even opened up my computer which is unheard of and i just focused on myself and i focused just on being happy 
And so I, I stumbled on Joe Dispenza's work. If you don't have you if you haven't heard of Joe Dispenza, like his work is incredible, and it's really about how our our feelings, our emotions, and our thoughts really dictate our lives. And those thoughts and emotions can lead to they can lead to physical pain, and they can lead to unhappiness and whatever else. And he he has scientific proof on how we can heal our bodies just through like meditating and thinking different thoughts and these different things. And so I started doing that. I started doing these meditations and they were awesome. But I realized like just doing an hour, 45 minute meditation, like there's, there's, you know, 16, 17 hours waking in the day. And so I need to, I need to be more present. I need to understand what's, when things are popping up, like being aware of like, if a thought pops up, that's negative, I need to catch it and be like, okay, that's not serving me and switch. Right. It's like constantly diverting my attention. And there were times where I would react to Maggie and I'd say something. I'm like, okay, I would stop myself. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like that was a reaction. I'm sorry. And I would catch myself. And I just kept doing that over and over again until it started to started to stick. And slowly over time, like my mood would change. My, my outlook started changing. And it's truly like, it comes down to like your thoughts and your feelings dictate every aspect of your life. Like if you're choosing to be unhappy, it's because you've done it long enough. Like you've had these unhappy feelings and thoughts for so long that it's just your baseline. That's your personality now. Like Joe Dispenza talks about this quite a bit, how uh, a feeling can turn into a mood. And if it's a, and you're in that mood long enough, that turns into a temperament. And if you're in that temperament long enough, over an extended period of time, that becomes your personality. And that's exactly what happens. And so you have to kind of unwire those habits, those natural triggers for you and those reactions. And I'm still working on it now. Like there's still little things where I'm just like, ooh, that's a reaction. That's a habit. I need to, I need to work on that. And so that was the biggest thing. You know, come March of this year, things felt like they they finally lifted. It helped that things definitely warmed up here in Texas too. And I just really, I started focusing on, on myself and my business and just realizing like, even if things aren't going the way that I want with my online business and yeah, it's been, it's been a hurdle. It's plenty of ups and downs, plenty of trial and error, um, and trying to figure out like how I can help my students get, be successful. Like it, it really was weighing on me because I know what I teach and how I teach. It gets my students results if they follow the path. But there were so many different things that were stopping their selves mentally and emotionally that they couldn't even apply the things I was teaching because they were so in their heads. And I took that personally. I took it as me failing as a coach, as a course creator, because it's hard to get, like, truthfully, it's hard to get other people enrolled into your courses if you can't be like, yeah, look at all these students that had amazing success as well, right? People want proof. And so if I can't get my current students the results that I'm promising because they can't get out of their own way, then it's hard to attract more people. And it's almost like this snowball effect. And so I got a crappy attitude. I'm not getting the results that I want. I'm nitpicking everything. Like little things are starting to annoy me. Like I just had to do a completely reset, a complete reset. And so your environment doesn't change, doesn't change things. For you like you have to choose to change things yes it helps being around positive people people that uplift you and they push you forward and having communities and people that are are cheering you on it's invaluable definitely find those people even if it's online like do whatever you can to put yourself in a good environment that's uplifting and like there's that saying that you 
you are the collection of the five people that you surround yourself by. Like if they make a certain amount of money, if they act a certain way, that's gonna bleed into your life. Like if they gossip, you're gonna gossip, right? And that's absolutely true. But you have to make a decision. You have to be an active participant in your life and what it's gonna look like, or it's gonna keep repeating over and over and over again. So if you feel like you're stuck and you're in this cyclical pattern, you need to break the pattern. You need to make a de decision and stick with it and be aware. Awareness is the first step. And so you have to take those baby steps and catch yourself every time you start slipping back. And the more that you do that, the easier it's gonna be and the more you're gonna create new habits and a new personality, right? You can undo those things. You don't have to live to the level of your excuses. Like this is a pet peeve of mine and I'm going off on a tangent because I love tangents. This podcast is about tangents and that's what we do. And it's my podcast. I got the mic and I'm going to go on tangents. <laughs> but one of my biggest pet peeves is that people refuse to change their personality. If there's something that they know isn't serving them or it's not getting them the results or they're turning people away and they're not being able to create good quality relationships or whatever else, they, they just throw their hands up. They're like, that's just who I am. That's just me. That is the biggest crock of shit I've ever heard. And it's such a weak excuse. You have so much potential, but your potential is only realized if you start working towards it and you start making the tweaks and changes. And I just hate the, the concept if you just saying it is what it is. Like, it's just such a weak and pathetic excuse. And so when I hear people say that and they're like, yeah, you know, this is just me. Oh, well, oh boy, life blows. Okay, that's that's really pathetic. It's really sad. That's what I, I really truly feel. And so like it just, I think it's probably just my personality, but I'm constantly looking for ways to improve. I want, like, I want this level 10 life but I need to be a level 10 person. I can't have that level 10 life being a level four person. It just doesn't work that way, right? Like you, you, nothing's given to you. Nothing can be expected. You have to be the person to have the things that you want. That's just how it works. Be, do, have. Be, do, have. That's how it works. And so, man, I'm, I'm like losing my train of thought because I, I just went on such a rant. So yeah, become the person that you want to be. Be in the environment that you need to, but just know that the environment's not going to, just automatically happen for you. You kind of have to undo some patterns if they're weighing you down and they're keeping you stuck. Just be aware, awareness is key. And then I talked about this on my, the next point I wanna talk about. I, I did a little video on Instagram, you probably saw it, saw it, and I talked about expectations and how our expect, expectations are way that we think that things should go, the path, how they're gonna turn out. Like those are the source of our pain and frustration, our, our expectations. When things aren't met to our level of expectations, then we get mad, we get frustrated, we get sad, we start beating ourselves up, we start feeling unworthy, and we start thinking, I'm not gonna be this thing that I hoped for. All these other people are doing those things, so why aren't I, right? It's always like, it turns us into victims, is really what it comes down to. And so what I've been working on is just having my expectations, I'm trying to get rid of expectations, and start focusing on knowing that I'm on this path, and I know that if I take these certain steps and start working along the path, eventually I'm gonna to get to where I wanna go. Sometimes it's gonna take some detours, sometimes it's gonna take some realizations and some pivots, that's fine, that's part of the journey. But I'm comparing myself to myself. That is my only indicator as if I'm accomplishing things or not. Like if my expectation is to be better than the previous version myself, that's it. 
plain and simple. And it takes this weight off my shoulders. Like it gives me this sense of inner peace that like, I don't have to compare myself to everyone else because our lives are different. We're different. We're going to attract different people. We're going to have different goals for ourselves. So why am I, why am I comparing myself to these people in the first place? Like we're, we're different and that's great. That's wonderful. That's what makes life so grand is that it's full of different people with different experiences, with different outlooks. And you can see that in society as well. Society feels like you have to think one certain way. And if you don't think that one certain way, then you're a bad person and people are up in arms. Like, I don't know when this shift happened. Like it, it feels like it's been pretty drastic, especially in the past little bit, but like what a closed minded way to think so close-minded we're all here with different experiences and we should embrace those different experiences and those different outlooks and truly listen to those different outlooks because because that's how we learn that's how we evolve that's how we improve things not just by putting ourselves in an echo chamber and just only listening to our confirmation bias that was a tangent that has nothing to do with anything but it's almost it feels like a symptom of where we're at with social media and different things like that because it's easy to compare ourselves. It's easy to use someone else's success as our goalpost. It's easy to think they have this type of business. They seem happy. So I need to have those things in order to be happy. That's not true at all. And also, again, we're just seeing the highlights. We don't know what their personal life is. Maybe they have a drinking problem. Maybe their relationship's terrible. Maybe they don't even like the business that they have because it's a huge stress and they feel like they have to show up constantly and they don't want to. And they have to, you know, portray this perfect life even when things aren't perfect, right? Like there's, we don't know. You don't know. And so with we lower, not lower our expectation, expectations, but change our expectations, to only be focused on ourselves and making sure that we're progressing where we want to go towards our goals, then that's that's the only indicator of success that I've been focusing on. And it's made such a big difference, right? Like I was so, like really I was caught up. I'm like, I, I want to be a millionaire before I'm 30 or like, you know, just after 30, whatever it is, man, I'm, I'm going to be 33 here in the next couple months. I'm not a millionaire. I'm on my way though. I'm learning. I'm building skill sets. I'm showing up in these different ways. Like I'm putting myself out there and that's something I'm proud of. I'm going to get there eventually. I'll declare it right now. I will be a millionaire. It's just a matter of putting the work in long enough and showing up in ways and serving you guys and helping others that it's going to come back. That reciprocity is going to happen. And so it's, it's just not beating yourself up. Just, just realize your journey is different than other people. And and something interesting happened and it's, I'm currently in this right now and I'm being raw, I'm being vulnerable, I'm being authentic. And I, and I think you're going to really appreciate this because this really isn't talked about. So I, I started running ads. I decided to do a, just like a little launch. Like I had just done like a launch of my mini course to my list and I was promoting it on social media and I didn't want to burn them out with like another another promotion, right? Like I didn't want to do one in November and then another in December. Like there were two back to back and I just felt like it was kind of a lot. And, and also I just, this year I didn't do a great job of nurturing my email list too. Like really the only time I would reach out on my email list was when I had a promotion. And again, that's a terrible way to approach business, but we learn, right? And that's something that I'm going to be taking into 2023 is like nurturing my email list as well as my social media. Um, but that, but I digress. Like this is this is a different bit of a tangent, but I want to give you some context as to what, what I was thinking. And so I did this 
little mini course launch. I just wrapped that up, but I wanted to to kind of hit the year hard uh, and finish it off with one more launch of my signature program because I try and launch it every quarter. So I did one in quarter one, quarter two, quarter three. I'd never done a quarter four launch and I'm like, yeah, let's try it out. And it, well, it's funny and something I need to be aware of is that every time I've done these launches, they've always timed out kind of crappy. Like I need to be more aware of my calendar. That's a, that's a takeaway for 2023 uh, to take something into 2023 is be aware of holidays. Like I had one holiday, like the open cart happened on like Easter and good Friday. Like I had another one, like my, my small launch was around like enrollment opened on Halloween. And then I started doing this next one. I started running ads and it was Black Friday, Cyber Monday. So my ad costs were almost double compared to what they were in the past. And I'm just like, man, what am I doing? <laughs> Cause like, I was trying to squeeze it in before the Christmas. Like it, I just didn't know how people were gonna, like what their spending habits were gonna be with Christmas so close, right? Like, are they gonna be focused more on buying presents for their family? Like, how is it gonna be? And so I'm like, okay, I think I can squeeze it in. Like if I start running ads, like the last week of November into the first week of December, and then I have my open cart right after that. And I've talked about how my launches are structured and normally like I'll run ads for 10 days or so, get people signed up for a three-part live video series where I talk about these different things. I get them motivated, I get them excited about what the future can look like when they finally launch their course. But I also talk about the things they should avoid so they can make sure they're successful. It's a whole thing. Everyone loves it. They, they feel so inspired, they get motivated. I had one person who was part of the group it was a smaller group because ad prices were more expensive and I didn't want to spend a ton because I was tweaking out different pricing on my offer as well as like how I was going to, you know, I was going to incorporate a new strategy after the launch too. And so it was this whole thing. But one student, like she, she applied just like even the little information that we had and she like put herself out there and she's getting like, she's building her brand and she's getting these connections and she had a consultation lined up and it went well, she got tons of feedback. And so she has this motivation just based off of the, the three part live video series to start applying stuff and she already has. And so she can take that in now with motivation to be like, yeah, I can be successful with it. And so I love, I love the pre-launch strategy that we have. And so we opened up enrollment on Sunday and enrollment is actually closing tonight at midnight. I'm telling you, we have not gotten a single sell. Not a single person has signed up for our course. This has never happened to me ever with my wife's courses, with my courses. I have never been through a launch period where I didn't get a single person to sign up. And I'm not saying this to be like, <laughs> boo-hoo. I'm saying this because what's more important and what's so crazy about this going back to expectations and things like that is that I feel amazing. I haven't had a single moment where I am panicking and stressed and questioning, oh, I need this money. Oh, this like, this really, you know, we spent $4,000 on ads for this launch and I'm not stressing about it like I normally would. I'm not questioning, I'm like, oh, is this gonna be successful? People aren't signing up. Usually, you know, we get the biggest influx of people on the first two days. You know, we have a VIP day on Sunday, then open enrollment for everyone else on Monday. In those days, we get a lot of people coming in, kind of slows down a bit, and then the last day or two, we get, uh, you know, another influx of people. And so maybe maybe we'll get people in at the last minute. Like that tends to happen. But at this moment, we have zero people. And I have been stress-free. Like the expectations are gone. It's just like, I'm going to be fine. Things are going to work out. Things are in my favor. I'm going to keep moving forward. 
This is just a minor hiccup. Like I'm not personalizing it at all. And I think that happens a lot when we, when we have these quote unquote failures, putting them in quotes, we personalize it and we start saying, I'm not good enough. I'm not good at what I do. My offer isn't good. People don't want to learn from me. I'm, I'm not attractive. I'm not attracting the right people. I'm, and, and the more that you do this, the more that you're reaffirming that you can't be successful and you have enough of these failures built up over time, over your lifetime, which all of us do, you start questioning your value and your worth and it makes it that much harder for you to move forward. And so this whole year, like after I got past March and things like that, I've been in the process of trying to let go and lower my expectations and just what's going to be is going to be. I'm here having a human experience and it's amazing because you know what's great is my relationship with my wife has never been better. I'm so happy with the people I've met here in Texas and the relationships I've created, like incredible people. I love where I live. I love every night I get to go to the dog park with my two dogs and there's a group of people that are pretty consistently there and they just have a great time and I get to chat with them and I see them as genuine friends and it's, it's so great. They're just people here in the apartment complex but it's something I look forward to. And my dogs have never been happier because they're getting the exercise and they're not trapped in the apartment like they were all of last year. And so those things are great. I have so much to be thankful for. And like my wife and I, we decided this year, we're gonna do the best Christmas ever. Cause we always, we always tend to move in December. So we never, like this is the first time in two years that we haven't had our Christmas tree up. I'm like, we're gonna change that. We threw the Christmas tree up. We. We got ourselves some gifts for each other and for our friends. She's like, Mark, I'm going to let you do stockings because with my birthday being on Christmas Eve, like Christmas is really important to me and my love language is gift giving. So I love giving people gifts that really matter and like they truly get genuinely excited about like I go above and beyond and one thing's and one of the ways I do that, I'm a little kid and I love getting these stockings and I fill them with candy and other crap and it's I can easily spend hundreds of dollars on these stockings and Maggie hates it. Normally she hates it, but this year she's like, yeah, go for it. We're gonna make this Christmas amazing. I know how much it means to you. And so shout out to Maggie. She's she's the OG, she's the realist <laughs> and, and it's been amazing. And so like, I have so much to look forward to. So like, why am I letting this little aspect affect the remainder of my year? Because I also like on top of that, I'm instituting things I'm being more disciplined and creating better habits that 2023 is gonna, I feel like it's gonna completely overshadow everything that happened in 2022 with the ups and downs and roller coasters and whatever else. Like I'm gonna show up consistently on social media. I made that proclamation on my stories. I think I made it here on the podcast that I'm gonna show up and post 365 pieces of content. I'm gonna create 365 pieces of content at least. And I'm gonna do that every single day. And I've been doing it now. Like I decided to start on, I think the first time I posted was December 6th. I was looking on my, on my Instagram. That's been, and so I'm, I'm a week into it now, right? I'm, I'm a, what, nine days, nine days into it uh, at the time of this recording. And I've been creating content every single day after the gym. I, I don't care if I look crazy with my bed head and sweaty and whatever else. I pull up my phone and I create content because I want to be authentic, right? That's my goal. And instead of waiting until 2023, I'm doing it now. Why wait? Things are gonna be amazing. Let's have some momentum going into 2023 and that's what I'm doing. And I know that by building this connection and connecting with you more and providing value, my launches, they're gonna be even more successful. So why why take this little point, this little one week period, two week period 
and overthink and question my value because I've made so many improvements in my course. I've created incredible bon- uh, bonuses. I've improved the, uh, improved the messaging. I figured out a way to get my students results, which was felt like the biggest thing stopping me from really pushing my course because I found a methodology that got past all the fear and the doubts and I started getting my students amazing results and I've shown that they can hit the ground running. And once they have that momentum, it's so much easier to implement everything else that we teach inside of Online Beauty Empire because there's a lot that goes into it. So if you have that momentum, it makes it that much easier to start applying things and not feel overwhelmed because you know at the core, people are gonna buy what you have to offer and that they wanna learn from you because that's always something lingering in the back of your mind. It's like, okay, I'm gonna put all this time and effort, but is it gonna be worth it? Once you get that pushed aside, it's all hands on deck. And I'm seeing that with my students. And so I can't wait and see what they accomplished in 2023, which is in turn is going to attract more people into my programs, right? Like it's, it's sick. It's, it's an ecosystem really is what it is. It all feeds into each other. And so like I benefit that they benefit, like that's how it should be with your online courses. Right. And so I'm not worried because I'm, I'm putting in the habits and the discipline. I'm going to show up consistently, which is something I struggle with for a really long time with this podcast, with social media and Like I was, I think I was doing the math and I've only like, I was averaging like a podcast every three weeks or something this year or like, yeah, two and a half weeks, something like that. I'm like, that's terrible. (laughs) Like I know the power of consistency, but then why am I not showing up? So here I am showing up and I'm making sure that I'm going to release at least 52 podcasts, you know, one every single week for the next year in 2023. Like there's no excuses at this point. If I'm going to be out of town, then I'll batch and record two podcasts the week before. Like, I'm just going to make it happen. That's that's the mindset that I'm going into as well. And it leads me to, um, you know, I, I kind of tapped on some other things is like, like the next bullet point I have is that your brain has progress bias. And this is an interesting concept. And you might have, you might want to reflect on this a little bit and think about our brain almost minimizes how much progress we've actually made, like, because it things almost become normalized and there's so many, you know, there's 365 days in the year and they can kind of mesh together. But if you, if you take a moment to reflect, think about the things you actually have done this year and the things you've learned and the things that you've realized that don't serve you anymore and where you want to go. And even if it's just the tiniest of things, you can still appreciate uh, where you're at, but understand that your, your brain has progress bias, progress bias, and it's, making you think that you're not making any progress and that you haven't achieved these great things. But I would, I would wager that you've made more progress than you realize it's just a matter of reflecting and appreciating and having some gratitude, even if for the smallest of things, because all these past experiences and all the things that you've dealt with this year is it's made you who you are now. And so when I hear people say like, man, if I could talk to my younger self and tell them to avoid these different things, I totally would. And, you know, avoid the, this, 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 and that. And I have a completely different outlook. And I, and I truly believe that you have to go through those experiences, those mistakes, those hardships to be the person that you are now. I, the two years of being on this podcast and my courses, the things that I learned and the hardships that I had to go through made me a better teacher. And it set me up so I can take on more students and serve them at a higher level. Like I was thinking about if I, I've learned so much compared to what I know now when I first launched my course. And so if I had a huge influx of people, say like a hundred, 200, even a thousand people, that would be so many people that 
maybe have gotten gotten some results, but I wouldn't have been able to serve them at the level that I can now. And I'm so much more confident now in the level that I can serve them. And I know that they can get amazing results and I can be proud of what I have. Like I've created something I'm truly proud of. And so, yeah, I wouldn't change my past. I'm learning from my past. I'm becoming a better version and it's making me a stronger a stronger teacher, a stronger person in the beauty space. And I can relay those messages onto you so you can be better and serve your potential students or current students or whatever you want to accomplish in the beauty industry or outside of the beauty industry even. And you can show up in a more meaningful way. way. And so don't, don't minimize what you've been through. See it as a badge of honor. Like those scars are beautiful. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like I'm just like, quoting like pop song lyrics sometimes when I talk about these things, but your scars are beautiful. I mean it. Uh, the next thing that I have is that things are constantly evolving. Stop trying to force things in the past to continue to work. Learn to maneuver quickly. Yeah, things are shifting. Things are absolutely shifting with social media. Things are shifting in the way that people connect. Like the fact that what worked in 2018 with Maggie's courses, they don't work now because there's there's oversaturation in a way. Like the market's evolved, they've gotten smarter, and like online courses aren't the novel thing that they, they once were. Are they still effective? Are, can you still create an incredible business with them? Absolutely. But you have to show up as a better marketer, as a better communicator, as a better leader. That's just prerequisites now. People are, they know that there are online options, and so they're gonna look for the best options. So that's your job to create the best processes, the best frameworks and get your students the best results and then show up in a way and connect with your audience so they wanna work with you. That's just what it comes down to. So it's not like you can, you know, for us, like if we just created a webinar and showed up, people would sign up. Even if the webinar was bad and the messaging was like somewhat on point, people are gonna sign up. And like, we definitely experienced that. And it's just not the case now. People are more educated now than ever about online courses and what to expect and what to look for. And the, the same marketing tactics aren't as effective as they were now. And that's why I'm trying to be more authentic and show up on social media because I know social media is crucial to building my brand over the long term. Like I can't avoid it because I came up learning about these online courses. I'm like, yeah, social media is nice, but it's not the end all be all because I can just run these ads to people who had never heard of us, pay a little bit, bit of money and just get a constant flow of people coming in and, I, and I'm profitable, but that's less and less effective. The better, the better route now is building an audience, warming them up, getting them to know, like, and trust you. And then eventually they are going to want to work with you. Like, that's just how it is. And so that's my next point that I have is that going into 2023, I, I'm going to stop hating on social media and embrace it as the amazing tool that it was for the longest time. I have actively said, I hate social media. And even just that language alone is just making resistance because I, I believe everything is energetics. The words we speak, the way we operate, the way we feel, the way we interact with each other, it's all energy. And so by me saying that I hate social media is just, it's its a its a declaration that things are gonna be hard. Like why would something work well for me that I hate? That doesn't make any sense, right? And so I, I'm, st I'm, I'm stopping using that phrase. I will no longer say I hate social media because I there's aspects that I don't like and there's ways that I'm not gonna approach my business and I'm going to show up authentically because I feel like social media can be inauthentic or un yeah, in, un, unauthentic, not genuine. We'll go with that one. It, it's, it can be a place that's really not the most genuine and that doesn't resonate with me. 
So I'm going to show up in ways that does resonate with me because social media is an amazing tool. We could reach people all across the globe and in our hand, we click of a button, we post something, it's reaching people all over the globe. Like no other time in human history have we been able to do that. And so see it as the amazing tool that it is and figure out ways that you can utilize it that resonate with you and keep going at it with consistent, uh, with consistency. And it's, I have this visual on the treadmill when I was thinking about this and I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about in the, on, on this podcast. And it was like this idea of like, your goal is on top of this mountain. You're standing at the base of the mountain and you're looking up and you see this flag planted up there. That's the representation of your goal. And, and you see it waving. You're like, that's amazing. That's what I'm looking for. And the mountain itself is social media. Like social media is going to get you there. It's going to connect with the right people, your ideal audience. And for so long, I'm like, ah, screw the mountain. I'm going to go around and see if there's an easier path where I can just quickly, you know, get that flag. Maybe, you know, maybe it'll be better, but hell, I'm going straight up the mountain. I'm lacing up my boots. I'm going for it. I'm going to figure out the, uh, figure it out as I go along. Cause I'm going to see it as the tool that it is. And it's an amazing tool. So why am I fighting it? And so maybe you need a reframe around social media. Maybe you need to stop hating on reels. Maybe you need to stop, you know, wishing that things were back to the way they were because they're not, they've changed. So what are you going to do about it? You adapt and you evolve. Stop trying to force things in the past to continue to work. You got to learn to maneuver quickly, which is the last bullet point that I briefly touched on. So keep going, keep moving forward and like stop letting yourself be a victim to your circumstances and what things are doing because things are, they're changing faster now than ever. So you need to learn how to pivot and maneuver quickly so you can stay ahead of the game and keep progressing and keep growing. So for me, social media, I'm going to, I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to show up. I'm going to post. 365 pieces of content over the next year. So follow along. See, you'll be able to see my progression. I, I think it's going to be pretty interesting. I got a couple more bullet points here. The The other one that I have is that inner peace, fulfillment, and happiness is the goal. Money just makes it easier. And I talked about this a little bit with the launch. It's like so many things are going well for me. So why am I stressing about it? Yeah, do I want to make more money? Absolutely. But that that was my goal for so long was just so money focused. I'm a Capricorn. I'm definitely business and money focused and it came at the expense of my relationship and my health and these different things. And now I've lost 20 pounds. I'm continuing to work on my fitness. I'm building muscle. Like I'm, I'm looking at myself in the mirror. I'm like, man, you're like, you're, you're actually looking pretty big, dude. Like you're bulking up, bro. <laughs> I'm a gym bro. Now I'm a closet douche. I haven't fully come out of the closet yet with my douchiness, but maybe one day, like I'll feel, I'll feel comfortable enough to come out of my, out of my douche closet and really truly lean into the douche that I am. Oh man. But you know, I'm focusing on my health. I'm focusing on my relationship because like, those are the things that matter. Money just makes things easier. It's a tool. And like, yes, there are money problems and like money can be a huge stress. And I felt that stress when you feel like you don't have enough and things are tight and you feel like you can barely keep your head above water. I understand that, but just focus on the things that you can control. Keep bettering yourself, learn new skill sets, keep moving along and try not again, let those expectations, let that fear, let that stress keep you down because that's all it's going to do. You have to find ways to find that inner peace and find the thing that makes you fulfilled. In my mind, I feel like progression and moving towards a goal and constantly trying to improve yourself. To me, that's, that's where fulfillment comes from. It doesn't come from the car that you drive or the house that you own. Yeah, those are awesome. I love those things. They make you feel comfortable. You know, it's, it's a, 
it's a nice to have. And I'm not discounting that whatsoever. But how many billionaires, how many millionaires do we know that are completely miserable and they have all the money in the world because money only solves money problems. And so focus on the other things and create incredible income and a lifestyle for yourself, for your family, for your kids, for your future generations. But you have to have those other things figured out because they're so impactful, right? So inner peace, fulfillment, happiness, that's the goal for you. And then success has its own time frame. Stop comparing them to other people. Kind of tapped on this a little bit. Um, there was a moment where like I had to mute and stop having some people show up on my profile. Great people think they're awesome. But like I was giving that negative energy. It made me feel a certain way that I didn't particularly like. And so instead of like putting myself in that situation over and over again, I just removed it. They don't have to know that I'm not seeing their stuff anymore. And maybe they've taken notice. They're like, hey, Mark hasn't liked my posts in a while. Is everything cool? Like, does he hate me? No, I don't hate you. I just needed to remove myself because it was affecting my inner peace, right? I was starting to compare myself. And I'm like, ah, oh, this person's getting results. Why can't I get my students results? That was a big thing. And it was a huge thing that I'd overcome this year. And when I finally figured it out, it was like the towards the end of quarter two, going into quarter three, of figuring out how to get my students results. It was like a weight was off my shoulders. I'm like, ah, I can finally show up authentically and show with confidence that I can get these people results. Like I I knew in the back of my head, I'm like, what I'm teaching is good stuff. That doesn't discount what I'm teaching, but if I can have the results, then it just gave me the freedom to even be more confident in my offers. And so, you know, stop comparing your results, your successes to other people, because again, the only person you should be comparing yourself is to the previous version of yourself and the fact that you're progressing and moving forward and you're learning and you're not letting your mistakes keep you stuck. You're not being a victim. Like those are the things that are going to bring happiness. And there's no point in comparing yourself to other people, like I said, because they're living completely different lives. <laughs> Did you hear me squeak a little bit? Lives. <laughs> they're living completely different lives. And that's great. And hopefully they're aligned with what they want to do and they're finding happiness. Like that's ultimately, I wish them all the best, but that doesn't affect me either way, whether they're happier or they're not, they're successful, they're not. I'm in my own lane. I got my blinders on and I'm just moving forward and that's all that matters. So if you need to silence some people and kind of take that, uh, those things that don't make you feel good out of your life, do it. You don't have to apologize for it. Your inner happiness, that's, no one else is going to put, make that a priority besides yourself. So do whatever you can. We're all just focusing on ourselves when it comes down to it. So, so take care of yourself, you know, stop worrying, stop being a people pleaser. That's not serving you. That's making you miserable. So success has its own time frame. Stop comparing yourself to other people's. So that, that was my list. And I feel like we covered a lot of things and that was my 2022 wrapped. Those were the lessons that I learned. And, you know, I feel like they all kind of work together. And the theme is just don't let expectations win out, you know, just focus on yourself keep moving forward. And that's what I'm going to be carrying on into 2023, but with more discipline and more consistency and stop being a victim and, and letting different circumstances dictate whether or not I'm successful and stop trying to like force success in this container of what I think success should be and how you get there. I'm just open. I'm expansive. I'm just letting whatever happens happens. So 
that's hopefully what you can take into 2023. I hope this was beneficial for you guys. I hope you appreciate the transparency, the authenticity. If you did, shoot me a DM. I'd love to have a conversation with you. I would love to see how you're feeling and if you're struggling with anything or if this just resonated, like that would mean the world to me. So I hope you're you're doing great. I hope you're uh, enjoying the holidays coming up. Take some time off. Get off social media if you need to. Take a break from your phone if you have anxiety. That's it. That's a huge thing. Uh, put yourself first. You're worth it. And you're worthy of success. And that's what we're going to start accomplishing here in 2023 if you haven't hit it yet. That's that's my proclamation. You guys are great. I'll see you on the next episode. Huh. Man, I'm squeaking. I will see you on the next episode of the Beauty Brand Launchpad podcast. Take it easy. Merry Christmas. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Beauty Brand Launchpad podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, feel free to take a screenshot and share and tag me in your Instagram stories. And make sure you subscribe and leave a review. Every like, review, and share helps spread the Beauty Brand Launchpad message and is greatly appreciated. Thank you so much, and I'll see you on the next episode.